friends, if you are tuning in and listening to this, it's because you want to understand the power that you possess as a person and a child of God. So welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited about this week. And you know what? I know this podcast is not going to be for everyone, but for those that want to take their faith deeper, for those that want a deeper relationship with God, I firmly believe, I'm not even kidding you. I firmly believe that by us having this conversation and dialoguing, our lives can change. Now, when we take next steps, even in our faith journey, we can go to depths that we never knew possible and we can experience things in our life that might have felt impossible. I remember going to the beach as a kid with my dad, always the adventurer. He wanted us to head into the ocean and discover an entire other world that was away from the safety of shore. He always encouraged us to get our feet in, even as kids. He would grab our arms and lift us up above the waves so that we wouldn't get overwhelmed. As we got older, we would go in all the way up to about our knees. So we would take our next step and the water would hit our knees where the water sometimes or the currents were stronger than where we are. But guess what? He taught us how to plant our feet to ensure that we didn't get knocked over. And then one more step and we were waist deep into our journey into the ocean. Our next step into the water required me to lose the ability to control my feet. But the further that I went out, the more I got to see the beauty and the depth of the sea. I remember as a child, we made it out to the coral reefs where there was baby sand crabs and sea sponges and mussels, and it was a whole other world. I would have never known the beauty that awaited me or the things that I would discover or the language that I could acquire had I stayed on the safety of shore. Did you all know that we are on a spiritual journey? That God the Father wants you to leave the safety and basic living on the shore to show you a whole new world? Yes, just like the chorus of Princess Jasmine in Aladdin. A whole new world. Listen, I am a product of the 90s, so I loved that cartoon. Do not throw shade at me, okay? Now, in the prophetic book of Ezekiel, specifically in chapter 47, um, we see that Ezekiel is experiencing new depths, and he refers to this as a journey into the river. So in Ezekiel 47.3, we see that the water came up to his ankles. And then in verse 4, he takes another step, and the water came up to his knees, and then his waist. And in verse 5, the water was so deep that he could swim in it. So that's where I want us to go. I want us to go to the place where we are all in. As I like to say, I want us to step into the deep. Today, we're going to talk about some baptisms that we see in the Bible. Since Ezekiel is talking about taking a step into the river, and I want us to go into this journey of understanding the depths of where God wants to take us, I want to talk about baptisms that we see in the Bible. In fact, there are three baptisms that we're going to discuss. The last one that we're going to discuss today in this series is the one that pertains specifically for this series that we're going through this week. However, I think the other two are really worth mentioning and noting. Baptism comes from the Greek word baptismo, which means to immerse, overwhelm, or saturate. These three baptisms are available to believers in our spiritual journey. So if you're taking notes, the first one I want to talk about is baptism of salvation. I know, I know for some people you're like, wait, there's a baptism of salvation. Yes. When you say that you want Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior, that is the baptism of salvation. You are baptized into the body of Christ. Our eternity and our future is secure with Jesus leading us. So heaven isn't our only goal. Now, if you remember from day one, there was three Greek phrases, three Greek verbs that I gave us. Extra credit for the students that know it is para, en, and epi. So when you say yes to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes in you. You have the Holy Spirit as a believer. When you are saved, the salvation experience is not a religion. It's not the day you decide to go to church or join a church. Salvation is an immersion into a relationship, not only with Jesus Christ, but also with his church. 
That's why Paul in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, he says that we are baptized into one body, Jew or Greek, male or female, slave or free. So let me be very clear. Salvation was always intended to be this vibrant, authentic, passionate union between God and his people. It's not a part-time thing. You know, it's not like you just show up to church one or two times a month. No, Christianity is an immersion into a relationship, not only with Jesus, but with his church. And that's the relationship that I want for the people of God. I want an all-in relationship because the church isn't perfect and we have broken people and I'm broken and it's a bunch of broken people, but we're leading in the way and understanding that Christ can make us whole. And I want to be in relationship with those people as well. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, note the in, circle the in, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Translation, you aren't the old you anymore. You're not the old, depressed, negative, visionless, hopeless. No, the old you that was broke and dirty and skanky and thirsty and lusty and dusty and crusty. Yeah, that old you, that old you is gone. When you claim Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you are saying, Lord, you have control over my life. I turn over the car of my life and the words of Carrie Underwood, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm believing God that you will do a work in me that will transform me into who you want me to be. I'm searching for that new me. I'm seeking Jesus. I'm filled with new vision for my life. So what's the next step? Let's talk about the second baptism. This is the one that we're most familiar with. This is water baptism. This is the second journey into our understanding, going deeper and understanding who God is. Now, some of us have been baptized into salvation, but you haven't been water baptized since you became a believer. Is this important? Oh, friends, it is so important. In fact, 27 times in the New Testament, when people got saved, boom, immediately they were baptized. Why? Because baptism represents that Jesus died, went to the tomb, and he came out into new life. When we go into the waters of baptism, we go down in the way of water and we are raised to new life. Look at what Paul says to the Romans. And yes, I'm going to give you a bunch of Pauline scripture because I love me some Paul. But in Romans chapter six, verse three, it says this. Or did you not know that all of us who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father, we too may live a new life. I love that Paul says he's like that we too may live a new life. See, Paul is inviting us to be set free. I'm going to sound crazy, but I don't care. There are forces and there's darkness, there's evil, and there's oppression in life that makes us feel slaves. Slaves to secret sin, slaves to debt, slaves to premarital sex, slaves to technology, Netflix, social media, video games, slaves to addiction, slaves to porn, slaves to alcohol. But God has come to set us free. Something very significant and powerful happens in the waters of baptism. You aren't just making a public declaration of your faith, though you are. And you aren't just following the command to be baptized, though you are. This is what happens. The power of sin over your life is being broken. The old you, the old way of thinking, the old patterns of destructive behavior, it's being left behind in the waters of baptism. Romans 6, 6 says this, when Paul uses this metaphor, it's, it's actually quite morbid, but it's worth the shock value. When he says that we were dead to our trespasses, guess what? In those days, the form of torture for prisoners were to put a prisoner chained to a dead corpse and they would be back to back. 
And this is what happens in the act of water baptism. The chains are cut off and this dead person is no longer with you. You are no longer a slave to sin. That's what Paul means. Well, why is this decision important? Because your decision to receive Christ is a personal decision that needs to go public at some point. Jesus says, whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge them before my father in heaven. That's documented in Matthew 10, 32. So water baptism is a public declaration of I'm submitting my life to Christ and I am a new person. We can say the same thing about a wedding, you know, a wedding ceremony. Now, when you get a ring and you sign your wedding certificate, you're married, but you are making a public vow to be committed to this person publicly. The ceremony declares I belong to somebody. And honestly, that decision changes us. When you truly encounter Jesus and fully commit to following him, guess what? Everything changes. You're not just a little different or slightly better behaved. You are a new person. If heading back into the office kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety because you're like, I've been living in sweats and yoga pants for the last year. Don't worry. I heard about this great company I'm telling you about. It's called Beta Brand. It is for busy women who want to look polished and put together, but don't have time to deal with uncomfortable clothing. In fact, I usually record all of my podcasts wearing these beta brand pants. I think that they are so incredibly comfortable and it gives that faux illusion of you looking put together while still being mighty comfortable. Right now, our listeners get 30% off their beta brand orders when they go to betabrand.com slash going there. That's B-E-T-A com slash going there for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use that special URL, you're also helping support this show. Me and producer Madi love you. Discover what it's like to be comfortable and confident while in your work environment. Go to betabrand.com slash going there for 30% off. I want to pause here and address a quick question that some people had mentioned whenever we discuss about baptism. Some people have been baptized as a baby. So they'll say like, well, I got baptized as a baby. Does that count? Well, here's the thing. Since baptism is an outward expression of an inward declaration, I personally do not do or perform baby baptisms. A baby cannot declare Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. A baby is incognizant of sin or mistakes. And a baby is completely innocent. A baby cannot vocalize their personal decision. So maybe you, like me, got baptized as a young adult. I was 13 years old. My dad walked me through all the theology of it and I knew what I was doing. I was cognizant, I was choosing, I was declaring. But I was also 13 years old. In my adult life, I realized, wait a minute, I wanna make a public declaration in full cognizant as an adult in this season of my life. So a couple years ago, when I went to Israel with Matt, I realized that so much of my life and my faith had evolved and I wanted to get baptized at 33 years old, because I was such a different person. And 33 was like a symbolic year in the life of Jesus. And I was like in Israel, in the Jordan. So I was like, oh my gosh, my husband's gonna baptize me. Yeah, it was very emotional. I look back and I'm like, I can't believe I cried, but it was, it was amazing. Now, baptism is crucial in life for the believer, not only because of what Jesus encouraged us to do, but Jesus received it for himself. Why do I say this? Okay, bear with me, because I'm gonna geek out. Because prior to Jesus being baptized, He did no record of miracles or ministry until after he was baptized. Scripture tells us that when John the Baptist immersed Jesus under the water, the spirit rose above Jesus like a dove. It was then that Jesus started living in the fullness of what he was called to do. So listen to me, through the act of baptism, you will see people rise in a new way and come to life in the fullness of their purpose and calling. So guess what? 
I love that we are going to do just that. We are passionate at our church, the Father's House Orange County, about baptism, that we do it multiple times a year. In fact, I had this crazy idea. What if, since we have this global family online to the church and also like a domestic family with people in different pockets of the United States, I said, why don't we go to them? So we did a pop-up baptism in Austin, Texas. And in fact, on Friday, we're doing a pop-up baptism and worship night in Jersey City. And y'all, the venue, I saw it. The venue is so bougie. I'm very excited about it. So Side note, if you want to get baptized, go to tfhoc.org and you could fill out the form there. Listen, the last and final baptism we're going to discuss is this, baptism in the spirit. Well, where do we see this in scripture? In every single gospel account, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yes, they all record this particular conversation. John the Baptist in Matthew chapter three, verse 11 said, I baptize you with water, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Okay, so now that that's the foundation, drop down Acts chapter one, starting in verse four and five, I wanna break this down. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift, hello, circle gift, my father promised, which you've heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days, future tense, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Once you get saved, you have eternal life. That's saying yes to Jesus. Once you get baptized, you have a new life. That's water baptism. Once you receive the Holy Spirit, you have an empowered life. This is what I'm saying, friends. I love Jesus my whole life. But when I heard about the power that we possess through the power of his spirit, when I was 24 years old, my entire life changed. I was in graduate school looking to get my PhD and opening an art gallery in Los Angeles. And I was so hit with the profound weight of, I am purposed for something so much bigger than selfish ambition. If Jesus got baptized, what makes us think that we don't need to get baptized? And I know so many people, even at our church, they're like, nah, I don't really feel like getting baptized. It's not that big of a deal. But Luke 3, 22 says this, the Holy Spirit came upon Jesus and God's approval is on him. Well, guess what? The same is true for us. Jesus begins his supernatural work after he was baptized. Now, I'm not saying you're going to get baptized and you're going to start doing pastoral ministry. What I'm saying is you're going to get baptized and you will be filled with new life because we can't live a naturally supernatural life. We can live a spirit filled life. And this is why I'm passionate about it. I've said this before, you know, I grew up in church and I was passionate about the word of God, but I rarely heard about the spirit of God and the teaching of the power that we possess in our everyday life. I was first exposed to the spirit of God in a way that felt scary and out of order and chaotic. I was 16 years old. I was in a youth group and they literally were forcing children to like try to speak in tongues. And I was terrified. In fact, I left that night and wanted nothing to do with the Holy Spirit. But when I was 24 years old, I was at a women's retreat and a woman by the name of June Hesterly spoke about the spirit of God. And the way that she spoke about it made me feel like the, the, the spirit of God was not just for really spiritual people or holy people or wise people or old people, but it was for me. And I also knew that my soul wanted something that I just was, was missing in my spiritual life. And so she invited us in the most natural way to decide if we wanted to get baptized in the spirit. Well... Um, she invited those that wanted baptism of the spirit to stand to their feet and to extend my hands in a posture just to receive just like up at my side. And I thought I was going to cry or that like something would happen. So I was kind of like skeptical. It's like, I'm going to fall over. And so I had like one eye open, you know, 
and she prayed over us. And then we articulated that we wanted the spirit of God in our life. The same thing that I did with us on our first session of this series. And I was like, that's it. Uh, Okay. And I sat down and then afterwards, later on that night, she invited people to be prayed over. So that's all that I did. I went forward. I was anointed with oil, which was symbolic of the Holy Spirit. And I was prayed over. Let's see all three baptisms played out in scripture. Let me be very clear. Being filled with the spirit doesn't have an eternal purpose, but an earthly purpose so that God can send us to be his hands and his feet in the world. The purpose of the third baptism is for us. Hey friends, interrupting the podcast with a special update. In 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick and therapy helps. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles to start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you could start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join millions of people who are seeing what therapy really is about. See if it's for you, because you're your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and we're going there. Listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash WGT. That's betterhelp.com slash WGT. We are here on earth to change the world, to go to the ends of the world or the ends of our street and tell people about Jesus. And if necessary, we use words. See, it is our love, our kindness, our faith, our forgiveness, our generosity, our success, our failures that will demonstrate the love of God in our lives. We cannot do this outside of his power. So Jesus said, receive the Holy Spirit to empower you to do what I've called you to do. And whether that's leading employees or leading your children, from starting a business to ending a relationship, from beginning a startup to kicking a habit, Jesus is saying, I will give you power from on high. And I've said this before, I'm saying it again. Revival is coming. I think there's a mantle on my life to provide theology around experience and experience for all theology. I want us to get into position to be prepared to receive the gift that God has for us. Well, how does this happen? I've just made this as simple as possible. If you're a note taker, I want you to jot down this. Remove all barriers. You will only get there to the degree that you are willing to remove the things that are in the way. So for some people listening to this, you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. You could do that today. Some people, I'm encouraging you to get water baptized. And while you're at it, take a picture and tag me on social media because I want to praise with you, okay? Some people might need to like repent in their marriages or confess their sins or shortcomings to other people. Some will need a miracle. Some will say yes to start to give or go back to church or tie back to God what's his. Some are going to be involved and start leading in their own community. But see, we all have these barriers that might block us from the flow that the Holy Spirit wants to do in our lives. And so let's take a look. Let's back this up with some theology. Acts 2.38. It was Peter who said, repent. What does that mean? We've made a mistake. We've fallen short. Forgive me my sins. And let every one of you be baptized. Hello, we already discussed that. In the name of Jesus, the remission of your sins. And you shall, three, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Hello, three baptisms. Back to the theology. Yo, welcome, my friend. Okay, so number one, remove barriers. Number two, request the Holy Spirit. Stray up. 
We say, Holy Spirit, whatever you have for me is good. I want everything that you have. Yeah, that's it. Pray that prayer. Holy Spirit, have reign over my life. Don't just come in me or be para alongside of me. I want you to come upon me. And if you're feeling like, wow, that doesn't sound normal. What if we weren't meant to be normal? I don't know about you, but my normal doesn't work. I want a supernatural faith. I want a God did it testimony. I love Luke eleven thirteen says that he will give the spirit to us that all we have to do is ask our heavenly father wants to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. So first is remove all barriers. Second, request the Holy Spirit and three, receive him by faith. And I want you to write that down and circle by faith because we receive the spirit of God by faith. I don't like this part about God because I don't like that faith part. You know what I'm saying? Like you want me to make a leap into the unknown? This always feels a little scary, but every huge step requires us to step in with faith, whether it was starting this podcast or launching a church or going into prisons or apologizing to my husband or reconciling with friends. Guess what? It all took a step of faith. You know what I'm so excited about? Let me selfish for a second. The Father's House Orange County started not even three years ago, and we just celebrated 1,500 people saying yes to Jesus. And you want to know something? It all started with a step of faith. So God is inviting you to take one more step from your ankles to your knees to your waist until you dive into the deep. I want you to constantly pursue all that God has for you and inviting you to enter into the deep. God, we come before you. I thank you for this time. I pray blessings over every single person who's listening to this. And I pray, Lord God, that they are not afraid to step into the deep with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, we are continuing on and I'm encouraging you, don't quit. You've come too far to quit, all right? So I'm gonna hear you on the podcast and see you online. I love that some of you guys are sharing and tagging. It's such a blessing to see how our big world feels incredibly small. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, as always, you're invited to do so. And if you like the podcast, leave a positive review. If you don't like the podcast, my name is Beyonce and the reviews don't work. I love y'all. Have a great day.